Welcome to the Maybe I Can podcast. I'm your host, Debbie Weiss. I'm here to motivate and inspire you to stop using your circumstances as an excuse, just like I used to. An excuse to not take control of your life. It's time to stop living your life on autopilot and start taking purposeful action to create the life you truly desire. Let's do this together. Hello, and welcome back to the Maybe I Can podcast. I'm so glad you're here. And today, I just want to jump right in. Let me ask you a question. Do you ever feel like life is just passing you by? It might feel like you're caught on a relentless hamster wheel, spinning endlessly, but never truly moving forward. Maybe you're longing for a change, but the path seems foggy and you're unsure of where or how to start. Well, that was me, for sure. That was me several years ago. Now I'm in a different place, and I want to give you a little bit of background about how it started and how I got there and what you can do to get there, because that's the point. That's the point of the podcast, to help and inspire you to change your life however you want that to be. It doesn't have to be a major change. Maybe it's something small. We all have things that we want to work on. Nobody's life is perfect, right? It's just different degrees. So if you don't mind, I'm going to start with a story. And if you do, well, sorry, I don't know. Buzz past this part. June 22nd, 2022, a day that has been burned into my memory. It was about four o'clock in the afternoon when my husband Gary and I sat down at one end of the kitchen table in front of a computer screen with the bright June sunshine streaming in through the window. We were both nervous waiting for the oncologist to pop on and give us the results of his bone marrow biopsy. Gary had always had funky blood numbers before, so we just assumed the biopsy wouldn't show anything new. You see, life was finally looking up. After years of struggling, Gary had recently been hospitalized for depression and anxiety. He had emerged five weeks earlier, a new man. He was happy, upbeat, and positive, and we all felt so hopeful for the first time in ages. When the doctor arrived on the screen, it was hard to read her expression, but luckily she got right down to business. The first thing she said was that she was shocked. Oh, if she's shocked, how are we going to feel? Gary had an aggressive form of myelodysplastic syndrome, or MDS. It's a form of blood cancer, and for him, there was no cure. Gary and I looked at each other with confusion. How could this be happening? The doctor remained upbeat and didn't, didn't give us any sort of timeline. She just mapped out a treatment plan. But later that night, after hours and hours, of going down that Google rabbit hole, I surmised that he maybe could live for a year. My world had been turned upside down. I was scared. I was scared of what would happen to Gary. I was scared of what would happen to my boys. I was scared of what would happen to me. At that moment, I had to make a choice. I had to decide how this news would affect my actions moving forward. I could feel sorry for myself, wallow in my misery, or I could step up to the plate and proactively take control and figure out how to keep moving forward. 
I chose the latter. I was a warrior and did all I could to help Gary, but it was really tough. It turned into one hospitalization after another, including a very heart-wrenching three-week stay to treat his mental illness once again. In the end, Gary lost his battle on December 30th, 2022. In those six months, in addition to doing all I could to take care of him, I didn't let the situation stop me from pursuing my own goals. I wrote the majority of my memoir while Gary was dying. What if I had chosen the other option and decided to be a victim? There would have been a much different outcome. I couldn't control Gary's illness, but I could control how I responded. And because of those choices I made, you're listening to me today. There was a time when I would have given into that victim mentality. After all, who wouldn't have found that understandable given the circumstances? We have a tendency to focus on our problems instead of the solutions. Have you ever had a time when you did that? Couldn't get out of your head? I sure have. And today, we are going to talk about how I got to that place, how I was able to not be a victim during such trying and difficult circumstances, and hopefully set you on the path to do the same. So if you're new to this podcast, let me give you the really 30 second, well, with me, nothing's 30 seconds. I'm working on that. I'm too long-winded. But let me give you the quick version of my life. So I live my life as a victim. I did whatever came along. I was always helping other people. I've been a caregiver to family members for over 45 years. And I never stopped to realize, hey, this is my life too. And even though, yes, there's so many things in my life that I'm grateful for, when I get to the end of my life, am I going to look back and be like, what just happened? And realize that I never got to do, try, be what I really wanted to be. And I don't just mean career-wise. It could mean in any aspect of me as an individual. And when I realized that, it excited me but scared me. I had no idea. Okay, that's great. Now what? And for me, it was actually a journey by listening to podcasts. That's how I started. I discovered podcasts. I didn't know who, what I was listening to. And I tried different people and some stuck and some didn't. You know, maybe you're listening and you're like, I don't connect to this woman. And that's cool because there's a million other people out there that hopefully you will connect with. But if you do connect with me, like I connected with another podcaster, she inspired me and I looked forward to hearing what she had to say each week. And when she talked about a course that she was offering, I thought to myself, this is just a scam. I mean, I got to be honest. That's what I thought. Okay. She dragged me into her podcast and the whole point of it was for her to make money selling me some BS program. But I listened and I went online to learn more about the program. And I got to tell you, when I saw the price, uh, I was sticker shock. 
sticker shock. And the funny thing was at that point, my main goal was to start getting my money house in order. That's how I was starting kind of my transformation or one of the things I was working on at the time. And I thought, okay, Deb, this makes no sense. You are here to try and get your money in order. And now you're going to spend this large amount of money. What are you thinking? Why are you drawn to this? But I was drawn to it because I just kept thinking, if I don't do this, then what? Then I'm going to still be going down the same path, that same hamster wheel that I have been on for 50 plus years at the point at that time. So why don't I try something new? Right. What I don't even have that quote by Einstein that says the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting the different result. I mean, that's what I was doing. So I something about it. I just kept getting drawn to it. I just kept going back. I just kept listening to her and looking at the website. And I thought I'm doing it because if I don't, I know I'm going to regret it. And I I don't want to get to the end of my life and feel disappointed that I wasted it. I don't want to say wasted it, but I just didn't live the life that I wanted. So I joined. And I have to tell you, it was the start of this journey that I am still on and will all always be on, right? Because life is always evolving and changing, but it started me on a fabulous journey. And I just keep following the dots and it's led me to where I am today. And now my goal is to do the same for other people who felt exactly like I did. I had no idea. Okay, great. Yeah, I want to make a change. How? It's so hard. How do you know? I didn't know. And even if I did know, look, there are ways to find out, right? I could spend my time Googling and listening to free content and it's out there. Anything you want is out there. But would I have done it? No, I wouldn't have. I'm being honest. That's me. Maybe you're different. I like it spoon fed to me. And I also prefer to be accountable to somebody else that has always helped me be successful. When I go off on my own and try to do something and nobody else knows and I don't say anything and I'm like, oh, let me try this. It might work for a few weeks and then it just tapers off. The other thing was making that monetary investment. It was like, okay, I'm showing up week after week. I'm doing the work because let me tell you, it is work. And I'm not talking about the kind of work that maybe you're thinking of, like your job kind of work. It's kind of really digging deep. You know, when they tell you to journal, I would always be like, yeah, I don't journal. I want to skip that part. Nope, you can't skip that part. You got to be all in to really get the benefit. And I said, I'm doing it. And I did it. You've got to really decide, are you serious? Or are you just telling yourself, I want to change? Maybe you don't. And good for you but I did. All right. So it's a lot of steps you have to take. First, you have to take responsibility for your life. That is first and foremost. And that is the one thing that has been a big aha moment for me. Because my whole life, I didn't take responsibility. 
I was blaming and complaining all the other people, all the circumstances. If they hadn't done that to me, if they hadn't acted like this, if this hadn't happened, poor me, poor me, poor me. But what I wasn't realizing is that I had control of how I reacted to those circumstances. That's where the responsibility comes in. We all have circumstances. Guess what? This is life. That's what it is. But it's how we respond to life that creates our life. And your life today is a culmination of how you responded to past events. And if you want it to change, you got to change the way you respond. You have to change what you're doing. Okay, so once I do that, then I have to decide, well, what the heck do I want? Because I didn't know. I still don't know. I have a better idea. I'm going down a path and it's exciting. It's an exciting path. It's very different than that hamster wheel that I was on before. So someone helped me, helped me go through the motions of figuring out what I want and then believing it's possible, right? I'm not talking like saying, okay, I want to, um, I'm almost 60 years old and I want to be a professional gymnast. Okay. That, you know, come on. I'm talking about, well, why can't I be a podcaster? Why can't I write a book? Why can't I learn how to sail? I don't know. Just picking things out of the air. Why not? And even though you say you want it, do you really believe it's possible? Deep down, you're putting it on paper, but are you still having those thoughts? I'm never going to be able to do that. I don't deserve that. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. That's something we need to work on, right? Getting rid of those limiting beliefs and truly stepping in with everything, 100%, and feeling like, yes, I can do this. No more I can'ts. On second thought, maybe I can. And once you're in that zone, then we got to figure out, okay, what are your goals? And break them down to say, all right, for me, I want to stand on a stage and share my message with 20,000 people. All right, that's great, Deb. Go out there tomorrow, call Madison Square Garden and book yourself. That's probably not happening. But what are the thousand steps even? And it's not probably not a thousand steps. What are the hundred steps that I need to take between where I sit today and how I'm going to get on that stage in Madison Square Garden with 20,000 people. Oh, and by the way, I'd like it to be with Oprah too. Okay, she and I, we're going to have, she's going to interview me. So one day that's going to happen. What do I need to do in between? You got to chunk it down. Otherwise, it's too overwhelming. Like, oh yeah, right. That's ever going to happen. So we have to figure out its little steps because if I think about me on a stage with Oprah and 20,000 people, it's overwhelming. That's never going to happen. You got to figure out, okay, backtrack. What are the baby steps to get from A to B? And then through my journey, I started listening to a little bit of woo-woo stuff that I never considered before. And as 
I got a little more into the woo-woo, I became a little more open-minded. I started hearing terms about human design and Enneagrams and tapping and visualization and manifestation and what the heck is all this stuff? And now I'm super interested. I, I wish I had time to dive in a little more. And I have used some of those techniques. I've used some breath work that's been super, super helpful for me. And I'm shocked by it because all those things in the past, not me. But through this process that I've been on, this journey, I've changed from maybe I can't to maybe I can. And it's incredible the world that has opened up in front of me. And then here's one of the hardest parts. After the taking responsibility, which I think is the hardest part, the second one is taking action. How many people have a dream or a plan even? And they're like, yes, they're gung-ho, they're going to do it. And then what happens? It goes in a drawer. There's a circumstance, like my circumstance, right? My husband was diagnosed with cancer. That's a good circumstance. Can't get much better to put my plans on hold, put them away in that drawer. And you know what happens? They gather dust. And now you talk yourself into, oh, that was a ridiculous dream. I never should have thought that in the first place. For me, taking action, I can do it. But it's kind of like I said in the beginning, I need accountability. I need to know that someone's expecting to meet me, whether it's in person or virtually, next Tuesday. I need to know that they're going to notice if I don't show up. You know, I exercise three mornings a week. It, a local woman has a program for women who are over 40 to help them become strong. And 6 a.m., that's when it starts at 6 to 6.45, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I got to tell you, if you don't show up, she texts you. Everything okay? Where were you? Just one day. She'll be on you. And I know that. And that helps me because I'm going to be missed if I don't show up. And my fellow gym members, you know, they workout buddies, they're going to notice too. And so it helps me show up. If I was just one in a regular big gym, if I didn't show up, nobody would notice. Who cares? And it's much easier for me to turn back when things get hard or I just don't feel like it. Accountability, having an accountability buddy, having someone to report to, basically. And once you get all these pieces in place and you start taking these baby steps, boy, it's it just, just actually starting the planning process is exciting and it, it builds something inside you, a spark that maybe you haven't felt since you were a kid when you had all these dreams and you thought about what your life was going to be like. It's never too late and it's never too early. I'm going to be 60 in a few weeks. You could be 80. You could be 90. Or you could be 20. Because I found that my message resonates with younger people as well. And I love that. Because if I could help someone 
when they're first starting out to look at life differently and live the life that they want, wow, wow, what a win that would be. But it's a win if I could help anyone because through this process that I just laid out, what I discovered is that I'm here to help people. I've always helped people, but I've done it in different ways. And now my goal is to help people learn and live the life that they want to live, regardless of their circumstances. And so I am very excited to share that I am going to be launching the Maybe I Can coaching program. And in that program, these are all the things that we're going to do. And we're going to do it together as a group. We're going to help each other. You're going to help me. I'm going to help you because I'm still on this journey. And I like friends. I like to do it with people who are are like-minded, who want the same things that I want. And what I was thinking is that, hey, it's already fall. I can't even believe it. When naturally are we ready to try something new in the new year, right? So the Maybe I Can coaching program is going to kick off January 2024. And sign up is going to start in November 2023. But right now, the wait list is open. All you have to do is Put your name and email address on the wait list. It is not a commitment until you hear all of the exciting details. It's just that anybody on the wait list is going to be the first to know. There's going to be limited number of people, especially for this first round. I prefer a small group. I think it works better. We get to know each other. It turns into a safe place and it turns into a place that you're looking forward to coming to. And there's a lot of support. So there's only going to be a limited number of signups and anyone on the waiting list will get discounts and bonuses and all the things. So I implore you to sign up just so that you can get the details first and get the bonuses. The way you do that, visit my website, DebbieRWeiss.com. And there is a drop down. First one talks about coaching, and you click that button and you'll find it. There'll also be links in the show notes to take you right there. And also, if you're new to me and you just like, who is this woman and what is she talking about? Feel free to purchase my memoir on Second Thought. Maybe I can. It's on Amazon. You can also find a link on my website if you scroll down. And I'm just super excited because this is where my journey has taken me. I am now going to be that person, just like that podcast woman who helped me and really set me off and on a journey that has changed my life. And I want to do that for you. That's what I'm here for. I'm 60, almost 60. And now I've realized this is how I'm here to help people. I am here to help people like me change their lives and live the life of their dreams. I am so excited and I can't wait to meet you all and work with you. Until next time. Thanks so much for listening today. And remember, 
You've always had the power, my dear. You've just had to learn it for yourself. Until next time. <laughs>